Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to our Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgating Show. Mike Detail along with Herb Tyler. We're at Acme Oyster House, 3535 Perkins Road in Baton Rouge. Come on by and visit us. Got a got a nice crowd here today, and I, and I know it's special. Got Joy Vining here. So, man, Joy made a special edition, not only Silver Slipper, but he also comes here uh, for our Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgating Show at Acme Oyster House. And, again, 3535 Perkins Road will be here for the next two hours talking LSU football, and we want to thank Map Construction, Map Built, Build Beyond Build for Beyond. being our presenting sponsor. And we can't thank them enough for <laughs> everything that they do for us here, along with all the great hospitality at Acme Oyster House. Herb, uh, LSU, Georgia State. And, man, for Georgia State, it started out nice. You get a 4-0 record. You lose one to Troy. Then you win two more. So, man, you know, you're looking good. You're 6-1. The last three games, they've given up 44 points to Georgia Southern, 42 points to James Madison, 42 points to Appalachian State. Now, all of a sudden, you look across the field Mm -mm, and you see Jaden Daniels and Malik Neighbors and Brian Thomas Jr. say, "Uh uh-oh. Uh, that first number might be a six when it's all over with. Uh, so, man, for Georgia State, um, man, it, it's some tough outing. But you get paid, okay? It's a money game, yeah. and it happens for every team that, you know, they have a couple of those on it. Now, I think in the future, some of that's going to be it's wiped gonna, out a little bit. It might away. just be yep. one, yep. Uh, so to speak. And next year, the money game is for Nickel State, which is not too far from where I live in Thibodeau. Right. It'll be the money game for the Colonels. And uh, congratulations to Tim Rebo and the Nickel State Colonels yes. beating Southeastern, their third Southland Conference championship in the last six years. So congratulations to Tim and uh, all the Colonel backers down there on the Bayou. But back to Georgia State. Man, you're giving up over 40 points a game now. And now you're staring down at an LSU team that has rolled up points left and right. Yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be tough for Georgia State to come in here and, um, I guess, do what they, what they were trying to do at the beginning, early onset of the season, starting out 6-1 and, and then giving up a ton of points after that 
They're going to give up a lot of points tonight, too. I'm going to tell you that right now. And it's yeah. not going to be uh, fun to watch for them, but it's going to be fun to watch for me. And I can't wait to see Jaden Daniels run like he did last week a couple times. I don't think it's going to be much, but he's going to be throwing the ball all over the place. Now, here's what Georgia, Georgia State's going to come in and do. They're going to try to run the ball down our throat. That's what I would do. They ain't going to try to throw the ball at all. So, you know, with Granger, their quarterback, he's going to run uh, probably, I would say, 15 or 20 times tonight. And then the running back, they give they give him the ball almost yeah, every Yeah, Marcus play. Carroll. Carroll, he's, he, he's a good back. Day. He's he a really good very back. good back. 1,200 yards rushing this season with 12 touchdowns. So, I mean, they have viable talent. But the, the problem is I just think they're going to be overmatched again. And so LSU is coming off of a huge win against Florida, which, for, in my opinion, was one of the best games they've played all season. And I think that Jaden Daniels solidified himself as the top player in the country, regardless of what anybody else says. And, and then you, you couple that with the fact in the matter that they don't really, I mean, they're not playing for SEC championship, meaning LSU. They're, they're, they're playing for the best bowl situation possible. So I think they're going to put up as many points as they can. I think Coach Kelly is going to want to try to get some of these younger guys in with some, some, you know, some game time play, uh, game time and see exactly what happens after that because it's just going to be fun to watch. I think Georgia State is going to be – they're going to look across the field and they're going to be really, really deterred about what they see because, like you said, Brian Thomas Jr., Malik Neighbors, um, you know, Jay Daniels. They'll look at Diggs again, but that don't really matter. No, that don't matter because I think – I truly want to see Trey Holly play. I want to see I want to see Caleb play more. I want to see Caleb play as well. (laughs) I know what Caleb's going to do. I want to see what – what Trey is going to do as well, if he gets some, some cleanup time, if you will. But it's going to be exciting to watch the game tonight. I, I hope Caleb gets more touches than we have seen in the past. Uh, I, I, would, I would think that he would. The ball's not heavy. Give him the ball. The ball is not heavy. Give him the ball. But, you know, they, they do like to give Williams the ball a little bit. Yeah, and, and, man, and listen, I'm a big Josh fan too now. I am too. I am too. I, so it's going to be exciting tonight to watch the game. It's going to be good. Herb, uh, uh, Old friend of mine, Ronnie Este, Crockett Este, he's in the LSU uh, Sports Hall of Fame and, uh, man, Hall of Fame's Canadian Football League Hall of Fame, everything else. And uh, he always corrects me, so I'm going to do it right with with Crockett. (laughs) Uh, I listened to Crockett Este, and I listened to Tommy Casanova mostly. (laughs) But I did see Burt Jones at LSU. I saw Charles Alexander. uh, Got it. He grew up maybe a half mile from my house, Tom Hodson. Yep. Uh, his dad, Ray, was coach of mine at Lockport uh, Junior High School. Uh, man, uh, Fournette, Tyron Matthew, Patrick Peterson, uh, Joe Burrow, J- Justin hey, Jefferson, hey, hey, you Jamar. Can't, you can't forget my man, Kevin Falk. Kevin Falk, Herb Tyler, all those guys. I thought what we saw last Saturday was the greatest one-game performance I've ever seen the LSU Tiger play in Tiger Stadium. Um. I will say that if it's not the greatest, it's, it's really close to being. Let me say that. Now, and you say, so you had a lot of parameters there. You said in one game in one Tiger game Stadium. in Tiger Stadium. So I will, I will say it was cl- really top. I mean, you, I, you're close to Mount Everest Summit you, if, if you're, you're not there. there. If, if you ain't there, you're close to <laughs> And the reason why I say that is because, I literally saw Kevin Falk take a game over in, in his own hands against uh, the University of Houston in 1996 when we were down by, you know, by 28 points. And we ended up winning that game 35 to 28. I, I saw that. Like, I literally saw that. I also saw 
Cecil Collins take over games. Now, not, I don't think that, that in his game that Cecil played is, is up there, but I did see that. I will, have to, I will have to he say, could've. well, he didn't score the touchdown. <laughs> Just didn't score. That's the thing. So, but but what, you, what you get with Jaden, though, even if it's not the best game <laughs> in Tiger Stadium ever seen, in my opinion, even if it's not, what it is is it has solidified himself as probably the one, two, three top players in LSU's history. In my opinion, with the season that he's having, he's just, I mean, he's, he's literally not being recognized as a, as a Heisman Trophy candidate or leading candidate only because of the, the record. If the record was better, he would be a shoe-in. I mean, there's no, there's no doubt about it. The numbers are there. Everything is there. His ability, his toughness, his, his legs, his arm, his, his understanding of the game, everything is there. His IQ, he's just, he is the guy. And I'm going to tell you, you know, I, I really feel this strongly about it. I think that he's, uh, he's solidified himself as top three, uh, in my opinion. I mean, because you, you think about this. If he's not there, you lose. You lose how many games you lose this year. You, I, in my opinion, you don't win, you know, the, 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 anywhere near the amount of games that you win because you, you're losing with that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you, you lost with three games with that. With what he has and what he delivers on a on a weekly basis. So, if you if you just drop Taylor that 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 level of play that he has down one notch, two notches, there's I mean you you I mean, God I mean we'd be looking at four and six or something right now. No, Probably you, more than you, that. You'd be fighting just to become bowl eligible. Bowl eligible. Mm-hmm. I mean that that's what you would be without Jaden. Yep. He has put this team on his back. Now he's got great receivers. Certainly with Malik and with Brian. Yes. Uh, their offensive line, I think, has been the unsung heroes up front, what they've been able to do. Man, you watch Florida. I mean, a couple times they got close. All he did was take off running. And, I mean, there was nobody around him. It was like two-hand touch. Uh, that was unbelievable. It was, uh, it was like he was running against air, really, to <laughs> yeah. me. Because as close as they were to him, they were that much further away. And it, the, the, the one run that that did it for me was the 55-yard run. The one that he ran up the middle, made a slight cut to the right, and then cut back cut in, back. and then cut back out. I said, oh, my God, that's just – you're just playing with him now. You, you know, and, and nobody touched him at all. There was – And that safety, he's right he had, there. He had he's it. from me to you he away. He had him. He had him. And, and, and he, he could not bring him down. He couldn't even touch him. Touch that's him. the crazy part about it. So, But it's all good, though, man. But, uh, you know, that was very impressive, probably one of the most impressive runs I've seen in LSU history and college football history, period. We'll be back with more of the Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgating Show. Mike Detail, along with Herb Tyler, we're live at Acme Oyster House, 3535 Perkins Road here in Baton Rouge. Want to thank everybody here. Jason does a great job uh, hospitality-wise. Got a few tables open, so stop on by before you go to the game. Or if you don't have tickets to the game, you want to watch it, man, that you're surrounded by TVs, you can watch all the games up on the screen. So thank everybody here at Acme Oyster House and also, too, for map construction for making this work. We'll be back with more of the Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgating Show right after these messages. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We're back here on the Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgating Show. Mike to tell you along with Herb Tyler. We're at Acme Oyster House here in Baton Rouge. Come on by and visit us. We'll be here until 5 o'clock this afternoon, and we'll throw it to the LSU radio network. Yep. And then at 7 o'clock at kickoff time, LSU and Georgia State. On our Oakwood Heart Jewelers Talk and Text line, we have on with us Jeff Palermo from Louisiana Radio Network, the sports director, too, and host of Tiger Rag Radio. So, Jeff, you got a lot of tigers going on in your background. So, uh, Jeff, thanks so much for joining us. But, uh, man, tonight I think the big question is exactly how long Jaden will play. But I want to see, man, defensively, uh, Georgia State is going to come out just running the football. Uh they got a quarterback that can run the football. You got a, a pretty good running back there that's over 1,200 yards rushing. Um, I want to see can this front seven play any better than what they did last week? I don't know if they can play too much worse uh, because, <laughs> man, ATN, uh, yeah. I, I get the fact you were trailing, so you were constantly having to throw. But had this been a close game, ATN might have rushed for 200 yards against this defense. Yeah, and I, I don't know. You know, here we are at week 11, and I don't know what kind of – I mean, I think it is what it is at this point. Yeah, right, guys? it ain't I mean, changing. It's, it's, changing. It's not really changing. The only the only change that I can see is if they put Whit Weeks back out there instead of Omar Spates. I mean, that yep. that to me would be the, the one significant change that they can make. Uh, I mean, you're, you're seeing flashes here and there. I mean, Braden Swinson was a little more active in the game against Florida. Maybe see – Maybe he's able to make some things happen, but, you know, especially without Makai Wingo at this point, um, you know, and Jordan Jefferson's made some, has had an okay season, but I don't know how much it's really going to improve. You would, you would hope, though, even though Georgia State's got some really good skill position players, that LSU can dominate the line of scrimmage here in this game and uh, keep Georgia State from really running the football uh, at will against LSU. I've been pressed a little bit with the young kids in the secondary. 
Mm. Uh, now, mm. I thought that would be worse. Yeah. I'll be honest with you. Yeah. Uh, once they started getting all these guys kind of go down and whatever's happening with Chestnut and, and, uh, and Denver Harris. But uh, I, I think for the most part, they've held up pretty decently. Uh, I couldn't have predicted that. I, I thought that would be another, uh, you know, kind of spike to the heart uh, with all these young guys. But, Jeff, uh, they've sort of stepped up and made some plays in the secondary, and it, it's been better than I think most of us anticipated yes, it would be. 100%. Yeah, I, I agree. I was thinking especially when, uh, you know, they had a, the, the, the injuries and you knew that Denver Harris wasn't coming back and you knew Deuce Chestnut, Chestnut was not coming back and Zion Alexander goes down for, with an injury. You were thinking especially – uh, heading into that Alabama game, boy, oh, boy, this is going to get really rough. Now, granted, obviously, LSU didn't perform very well uh, against Alabama, but it wasn't like there was just these guys running wide open down the field and nobody was really contesting them. Uh, I, I think in this game against Georgia State, they, it's not, they don't have any kind of freak athletes as far as wide receivers or guys that can really, really hurt you. I, I hope that maybe a guy like Toviano or – especially J.B. and Tobiano. Let, let, let's see him make a couple plays here tonight. Maybe maybe get an interception or Sage Ryan or some of these guys. Let's let's see yeah. against a, against this type of a defense, against these type of wide receivers, if these guys in the defensive secondary can kind of hold Georgia State off a little bit. Um, because, yeah, I, I would say it's I, – I, I mean, our bar is not very high, right, with this defense. That's so right. Whatever they're able – Whatever they're able to give you, you take it, and then you're like, okay, let's get the offense back on the field and score some points. Jeff, I want to talk about two guys specifically, and you brought one of them up in Weeks. Um, you know, early in the year, I, I actually thought that Weeks was playing very, very well, and he played often. But the other, on the other side of the football, Aaron Anderson, it just seems, seems to not be able to get on the field. Can you kind of talk about both of those guys a little bit? Well, I think what we're seeing in, uh, with Brian Kelly especially is uh, – and this is, I think, what's difficult when you're, you're getting guys out of the transfer portal and you, you convince a kid to come here in Omar Space. And then Omar Space is expected to play, right? I mean, you've you kind of made this commitment to him. And I think we've also seen Brian Kelly really lean on older players. I think if, if he has – you know, there was all this talk about Spencer Hurd would, would, would break through on the offensive line. Well, no, mm-hmm. you, you got Miles Frazier there, and you're, you're going to use Miles Frazier. Now, last year they had no choice. They had to go out yes, there with Will correct. Campbell as a true freshman. So they, they played Will Campbell as a true freshman and Emory Jones. They had no other options. But if they got options, it just seems that Brian Kelly is going to go with more of the veteran guy. That's the guy he's going to trust. Um, he, he, they, they made a commitment to Omar Spates that he would be a linebacker, a starting linebacker on this team, and I think they're just they're going with that. As far as Aaron Anderson goes, I, I just don't know where where he fits in, right? Because you got two great, you got two first round wide receivers, and then you're you, you have uh, Kyron Lacy again, a guy that's been around a little bit more than Aaron Anderson, so that's your third wide receiver. Chris Hilton's been around a little bit more than Aaron Anderson, so he, he's going to get an opportunity. So. For Aaron Anderson, there's just there's not a chance. The, the disappointing part is is that he must have punt in the season opener, and then you never see him again. And that was the hope was that at least he'd be a return specialist, and he didn't even get that out of him. So uh, hopefully next year, obviously when um, when um, Neighbors moves on and Brian Thomas moves on, uh, Aaron Anderson will have more of an opportunity with this team. My thing is putting back returning punts. 
My thing is, well, okay, I, I, I get it. You, you did muff one. Yeah. But, man, what? I, I'm not going to punish you for that. No, you got to And I'm putting chance. you back out on the field because I know Aaron Anderson's a playmaker with the football in his hands. And so, again, if that special teams coach, uh, Brian Kelly, whatever, my thing is I'm putting him back out there because I think he can make an impact as a return man. Yeah. I, I think here's what, what the coaching staff thinks. This offense, you could LSU's offense can start at its own five or they can start <laughs> on the opposing team's 45 and they're going to score a touchdown. So all they need the punt returner to do is catch the catch. punt. And then the second thing is you just can't afford, when your defense is this bad, you just yeah. can't have empty possessions offensively. You can't give the opposing team two consecutive offensive drives by muffing a punt. And I think that's the thinking of it. Um, yeah, I, I, but still, I would love to see Aaron Anderson back there. I don't know. Maybe, heck, in a game like this against Georgia State, maybe you try it. But um, probably not. I wouldn't hold my breath to see Aaron Anderson return in. Yeah, if we ain't seen him do it now, uh, yeah, I don't expect yeah. that we're going to hear the blink and then he's going to be out there. The running back position, because it looks as though <laughs> Logan Diggs, again, won't play in this game. Uh, we've seen a lot of Josh Williams. I'm a big Josh Williams fan. But I think for most fans, their deal is, man, give that football to Caleb Jackson. We want to see what he can do carrying the football 10, 15 times in a game. And I know Brian's all about That's running right. back by committee with Noah yeah. Kane. And, you know, and John has the injury now, too. So your thoughts on the running back position as we enter kind of the winter years of this 2023 season? Well, I think you're going to see a lot of Josh Williams and Noah Kane. I mean, I, I think, again, this is uh, Brian Kelly kind of leaning on more of the experienced guys. And you go back to his post-game press conference after the Florida game. What did he want to talk about first? Before he got to Jaden Daniels, he wanted to talk about Noah Kane. Yep. And he wanted to talk about Josh Williams. And I, I think he, he has a lot of respect for what these two guys have done. These two guys were expected to. Uh, have more of a role on this team, but because of the emergence of Logan Dix, uh, they've watched most of the season on the sidelines. Now there's been some injuries with Diggs and Emery, and now he's going to give it. I think he's going to reward Noah Kane and Josh Williams for being, uh, uh, you know, for being guys that stuck with the program, didn't complain, and he knows they got a bit of talent. It, you go back to Noah Kane, he had 10 touchdowns last year. Josh Williams was a representative for LSU at SEC Media Days. These two guys were supposed yep. to be significant parts of this 2023 team, and they weren't. Uh, and now he's got an opportunity to do it. Uh, but, again, this hopefully should be a game for LSU where you, you blow them out in the first half, and then we could see a lot more of the, uh, the freshman running back and some, maybe some other guys as well. Jeff, look, looking forward. Let's say LSU wins tonight. Let's say LSU beats Texas A&M next week. What bowl game do you anticipate or hope or wish that LSU can go to? Give it to them, Jeff. Tell them about that, uh, that Notre Dame matchup. Yeah, yeah I, I think that seems, to me, that seems to be the one that, I mean, you look at all the bowl projections, it looks like LSU's going to Tampa. They're not going to send them back to Orlando. They've been there enough no. here recently. Yep. So Tampa seems to be the spot for them, and it looks like Notre Dame would be a great opponent, and that would be a really fun game. I mean, all, all those years where we were hoping that Les Miles, when Les Miles the coach at LSU, you wanted that LSU-Michigan matchup, never got it. Uh, I think you'd love to have an LSU-Notre Dame game. Uh, it was brought up to uh, Brian Kelly this week. I don't know if he's really looking forward to that 
kind of game. I, I don't know how much he's really even thought about it, obviously, with the two more games left to go. But that would be an intriguing game. You love storylines. You're going to get that kind of a storyline. And, and that would be a fun game to watch. And I think that would, you know, it, 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 let's face it, guys, if, you, if you're not in the New Year's Six Bowl game or if you're not yeah. in the college football yeah. playoff, these bowl games, especially look at last year's game against the a, a Purdue team that was a shell of itself. We know what happened two years prior to that when LSU played in the in Houston and had 39 guys. So these bowl games are really, if it's not one of the marquee games, it's, they're really tough to watch. They're really tough to get excited for. But you can get an you can get excited for an LSU Notre Dame game. That would be a lot of fun. Yeah, and uh, I'd be more excited if I knew. Uh, uh, that Malik Neighbors and Jay yeah. Daniels were playing in that bowl game. And yeah, that's no. going – after the season's over with, that's going to be the question mark too uh, for, for both guys. Last question, Charles Turner uh, in the offseason. I got to spend a little bit of time with Charles and talk to him. And he told me, he said, Coach, listen, uh, I'm, I'm 312 pounds. Man, I took a good look at him, 312. I was like, man, Charles, listen, I, I don't ever want to get on that scale that you weigh 312 pounds. Now, he's got some height to him, but, man, 312 pounds, uh, uh, he, might, he might be stretching the rubber band with that. But, man, he's such a good technician at center. And I think he's calmed everything down <laughs> along that offensive line. And you, you got a young guy there in DJ Chester who, who I think is going to be a big-time player. Man, he's built. Uh, he got some bulk uh, in the spots that Charles Turner doesn't. Because uh, Charles Turner's not a real wide guy. He's not a wide-body guy. But he is such a good technician, so smart, and being able to pick up these calls now that become blitzes from all different angles, left, right, right up the middle. And he's done a great job. Herb, as a former quarterback, you got to appreciate the mentality and the intelligence of a Charles Turner. Absolutely. Jeff? No, I think he's he's been uh, – you can almost say he's been the glue, right, of that offensive line. Not that it's been a shaky offensive line. I, I would say just two disappointing performances against Alabama and Florida State where I think Florida State overwhelmed them and same with Alabama. That was disappointing. Tigers never able to get the running game going in both of those games. But uh, th- th- this offensive line has been really – has been good. It's, there's a reason why it's a Joe – more uh, semifinal award yep. uh, yeah, finalist yeah. or whatever. So they, they've been really good. Um, you know, I, 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 going into the Alabama game, I thought maybe this group could be better than that 2019 team. I, I really feel like that 2019 team, because of what they were able to do at the skill position level, that it, it didn't really, I don't want to say it didn't matter who's the offensive line, but it, that offensive line didn't have to be great. Uh, I thought this offensive line was, was really good for much of the season. Again, that Alabama game was a bit disappointing. But for the most part, they, they've been really good. It's, it, you, ha- you haven't, there hasn't been a game, there hasn't been too many games where you really pointed to the offensive line and said, man, that was a, a bad performance. Uh, they, they've been solid there, and Charles Turner has been a guy that's kind of, I, I think a lot of people have doubted him, as, they, as you mentioned, Mike, because of his size, but here he is. He's been, what, a multi-year starter for LSU, and he, yeah. he's done a nice job at that position. And when he hit LSU's campus, his second number was a four. <laughs> yeah, 240-something. Right. <laughs> I mean, yeah. and that's legit. That No, I took a good look at him. No, he was legit. He was in that area yeah, code. Yeah. But now uh, I would say he's probably that second number's a nine or an eight. 
how high eights of maybe 288, 290, yeah. but somewhere in that range. But, man, I, I, I just I take great pride in watching center play because I do think they're underrated they are. for what they bring to yes. the table. I see the guy at Tulane and Hainsworth. I see what Turner has done. Both of them not kind of bill-wise is what you exactly would want in the center, but they are so, so smart. Jeff, thanks so much for joining us this afternoon, man. We really appreciate it. Uh, have a great uh, game tonight. And, uh, listen, come out with a big victory. And most importantly, no injuries. No injuries, no injuries. We'll talk early Saturday morning next week, guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so set that clock. Either that or uh, uh, Coleman will be calling you early. Thank you, Jeff. I appreciate it. Thank you, Jeff. Uh, All right, guys. Thank, All right. Thank you, Jeff. We'll be back with more of our Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgating Show. I'd like to tell you along with Herb Tyler, we're at Acme Oyster House, 3535 Perkins Road here in Baton Rouge. We'll be back with more here on the Big 870 WWL. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. We're back here on the Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgating Show. Mike Detail, along with Herb Tyler. We're at Acme Oyster House in Baton Rouge. Mm -hmm. Come on by and visit us. Got great food, drink specials here. And also, we want to thank Map Construction again as our presenting sponsor. It's time now for our Thibodeau Regional Health Systems Tiger Scout Notebook, brought to you by the Sports Medicine Center at Thibodeau Regional Health Systems. Want to thank Greg Stock, everybody there. Uh, for sponsoring this segment. We talk so much about Jaden, but Malik Neighbors is just 283 yards away from catching Josh Reed as the yeah. all-time leader uh, as far as receiving yards. Josh got uh, 3,001. Boy, and he had that unbelievable one year where it was, what, over 1,700 yards? It was crazy. Yeah, that, that he put up. And now we we two games away. I, I'm not sure if and I would say I'd lean toward the fact Malik probably won't play in the bowl game. But so you got two games to roll up 283 yards. Uh, man, and just he's been so good. I think he can do it. Yeah, I think he can. I really do. When you think about Malik, he was not this five-star receiver. No. A four-star guy. He was a three-guy 
And, man, up until the final day, Coach O had told me the story. Looked as, you know, they were battling Mississippi State for him. Uh, he went at one time to the same high school. Trey Harris, who's at Ole Miss now, he was the quarterback. Mm-hmm. And, and he was throwing the football to Malik. And to think where he's at in, you know, in Tiger Lore. And we just saw Jamar, Jeff, uh, Jamar Chase, Chase and yeah. Justin Jefferson and what they did for the Tigers. And now we're watching this combination of Brian Thomas, who's made great strides. But Malik, such a solid guy uh, as a route runner, great receiver. But I think he's underrated for what he does after the catch. Yep, yep. So the thing about Malik that I love is the fact that he is a three-star. And I'm always going to be pulling for the two and the three stars because those are the guys that have something to prove. Those are the guys that are going, they're going to get in the weight room. They're going to get faster. They're going to get stronger. They're going to get into their playbook. They're going to understand everything they need to in order to be great because nobody's telling them that they're great. But they know that they're good. How do we get there, right? How do they get there? So the thing about Malik is he should have probably been a four-star coming out of high school, right? Maybe not a five-star. That's, a, that's another level to get to. But four-star, probably so. But you know, where he played, what team he played on, and, how, you know, the type of offense they played. You know, all of those things come into, into play when it comes to that. But what you see him do now is just nothing less than amazing, especially after the catch. You're right. When you see him, he caught one last week against Florida, and he made one little move, and then he got another 30 yards up the field, straight down the middle of the field. I'm like, man, this is awesome. So it, it's, it's impressive what he can do. He's got a lot of quick twitch muscles which allows him to catch the ball, make a move really quick when the DB's on him, and then just some really great leg drive that, that gets him away from people really quickly too. So he picks him up and put him down with the best, plus he's moving at the same time. And I just, I think the kid, I think the world of the kid, because the one thing you don't hear, he don't ever see or hear him boasting, bragging, or, or just being this, this boasterous person. He's not he a just, diva receiver. He's not like a diva a, Like receiver. a lot of them are. Ne- on, and neither, they admit it. Neither, they admit it. Neither is Brian, Brian Thomas isn't Jr. either. either. It's, and, and that's what I like about it. They go about their work and they do it. It's a lot different. Now, Jamar and Justin, they had a lot of fun out there, right? And They had they, perso- a lot of personality. But they still weren't divas, though. No, they weren't. You know what I'm no, saying? They, they were workhorses. And the same goes with these two. And I think Malik Neighbors and, and Brian Thomas Jr., Learn something from those guys by watching them and wanting to wanting to try to strive to be like them. This uh, segment is sponsored by Thibodeau Regional Health System, but one of the guys that uh, I want to see maybe make that leap, like Brian Thomas, is Kyron Lacey. Yeah, uh, I saw Kyron in high school. He was a tremendous basketball player, outstanding high school football player. Him too. He, he was not a super highly recruited guy. Nope. He goes to University of Louisiana in Lafayette, and then he decides to transfer uh, to LSU. And he's made some big plays, but then also, man, he's had some passes that as soon as the ball touches his hand, you see that head sort of cocked the other way. He, he's looking to run with it, yep. catch it, and then take off. I think he's got really strong skills as a wideout. I want to see him be a little bit more secure catching the football because I think he could make that leap like what we've seen with Brian Thomas? Well, I think he will make the leap. Um, so Kyron has really great size. He can run really well after the catch as well, but he also can run before the catch, meaning he runs great routes, in my opinion. The only knock on him as of this season is the fact that he's dropped a couple of few passes, right? Not that he's dropped all of them, but he's dropped a few. So the thing about Kyron Lacey for me is the fact that he's still getting the opportunities. 
And if you're still getting the opportunities, that means you're going to make up for what you've done in the past. And I think he's going to – every play that he plays and gets the ball thrown to him is, is giving him an opportunity to gain more and more confidence that he can play in the SEC and play on this particular team and, and, and play the type of uh, receiver play that we need from him. So I, I do like the fact that Coach Kelly um, and, and the staff are giving Kyron more opportunities – to be able to catch the football and be a playmaker because I think they believe in his talent as well. And they got another one coming in the LSU, Kalen Billiot, who's yep. from Terrebonne High School. He's no small receiver. I'm going to tell you that right now. Man, he's got some size to him, and he's got some speed. Man, he, he can kick it up, and he'll be a freshman uh, for 2024. But another guy from the Bayou who's really flashed it. Uh, Terrebonne doesn't have a great passing attack. But, man, Billiot can flat out play. Yeah. And he's no small guy. He's not five foot eleven, six foot tall. You know, he, he sort of is in that range of what Lacey. And I don't, he's not as tall as uh, Brian, John, but yeah. he, he's in that range of Kyron Lacey. So, you can see, I think, next year when uh, Malik leaves and Brian right, yeah. leave, that you're going to have a smaller group because Hilton's going to be more involved. Aaron Anderson's going to be more involved. Can't be any less uh, involved in what right. Aaron is at this stage. Right. And you can most likely have Kyron back yep. uh, for another season. Yep. <coughs> One of those freshmen has an opportunity here that they bring it in. It's going to be wide open. Or maybe open. Samson also Look, from Baton Rouge. Right, correct. It's going to be wide open for everybody. So it's just going to be a matter of who goes in, who takes advantage of the bowl game, right? Right. Coming up, because as we're thinking, Malik may not be playing. So who's that next guy up? And then also, how do you take advantage of the offseason? What are you going to do to get better? What are you going to do to make sure that you can turn the heads of, of, of the coaching staff, right? Or are you going to be the one leading the charge when there is no practice, but you get all of the guys together and the quarterback together and be out there, you know, doing some one-on-one stuff or just practicing some, you know, against air, doing seven-on-seven seven against air or something. Those little small little things tell the, 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 the tale of the tape come next fall right so the spring the summer the uh the the two days or the training camp if you will that's going to tell the 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 tail of the tape is whether or not who's going to be the guy but everybody's going to have an opportunity because it's going to be wide open there is no this guy is the guy this guy is the guy now who's next after that it's not that it's going to be who is going to step up to be the guy and i think all the names you said samson hilton lacy ad uh aaron anderson all of those guys have a great opportunity to be something special. And I'll throw one more, Kyle Parker. Kyle Parker. Just remember that yes. name. Man, Kyle's a good-looking athlete. Well, <laughs> and he, he is flat out can run. And he's a, he's a very impressive athlete who I think is going to have a real bright future with the LSU Tigers. That's a wrap on our Thibodeau Regional Health Systems Tiger Scout Notebook brought to you by the Sports Medicine Center at Thibodeau Regional Health Systems. I want to thank Greg Stock. And everybody there at Thibodeau Regional Health Systems for sponsoring this segment each and every week. And also they do great work on the Bayou for Youth Sports. We'll be back with more of our Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgating Show right after this break here on the Big 870 WWL. We're finishing up here on our number one of our Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgating Show. Mike Detail along with Herb Tyler. Herb, you wanted to talk about Clayton a little bit and his contribution not only as a return man but that he can play receiver yeah i've, I've seen him uh in the beginning of the season and he's really good at practice man and um he showed out and showed up 
uh, one practice that we all went and had over there, and he looked really good. He was a shining star. So I look forward to him becoming one of those next great receivers as well. Okay, so it's no longer DBU. No. We've been saying a long time. It's wide receiver U. That's right. And we got the next group coming in. We'll be back uh, with more of our Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger tailgating show right here from Acme Oyster House in Baton Rouge right after this news break on the Big 870 WWL. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 